Hello and welcome, Biscuit Babies. It's me, William, your host. Uh, today, we are going to talk to official five-hole owner, Charlie, a uh, hockey jersey company out of Fenton, Michigan. Um, just about uh, everyday five-hole things, man. Very excited to talk to Charlie. Before we get into that, I want you guys to get into a Hairless Ape Conspiracy shirt. Wear it. Be it. Feel better about yourself. Best shirts I've ever worn. Veteran-owned and veteran-operated company. The owner, Sam Burns, has been on the show. I recommend you go listen to his episode to see what he's all about. Uh, Great man, great company, great product. Best shirt I've ever worn, promise you. Um, Use the promo code BISCUIT10 at checkout and save yourself 10% off. Um, Also uh, brought to you by ParkersPlatoon.org and... um, I'm sure you guys saw today that you know Scott Parker had posted that his wife Francesca Parker has been dealing with a brain tumor, um, and she had surgery, you know, over the past few days, and uh, is is doing well. She's a strong woman, and our thoughts and prayers are out to the Parker family. Um, they've always been great to me. I love those people. Uh, yeah, and you know, it's just uh, it was a weird thing to read this morning, so. You know, I hope Francesca's doing well. Um, I know she's a strong lady, so I'm, I'm, I know she'll beat it and get better. And, uh, yeah, you know, send the, the good vibes, as the kids say, over to the Parkers. And, uh, you know, go visit ParkersPlatoon.org and see how you can help one veteran at a time. And we are presented by HockeyFights.com. That's HockeyFights.com, where you go to watch hockey fights. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie... Official five hole. Here we go. Now Kroger got the right, right hand. Free. He's loose with the right hand and he starts to retaliate. And down goes Nylon. And the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus, that hurts. It's old time, my care, the way you're supposed to play. You throw a little lumber if a guy gets in your way. You play like Gordy Howe already fucking sure. We can't all be Gretzky's, the music Bobby Orr's. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the biscuit. It's the biscuit. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. God help the fucking day of fighting's ever been. Cause our country will stop working on so bad this fucking candle. Hi everybody. It's the biscuit podcast. Hey, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. Good luck, man. Good luck to you too, buddy. As promised, Biscuit Babies, I got Charlie Lamb on the horn, uh, the owner of uh, Official Five Hole, uh, and uh, Michigander. How you doing, Charlie? Good, good, good. Good to be here tonight. Hey, thanks for joining me, man. I'm, I'm really stoked. Uh, you know, I, I came across you guys, uh, I think it was I saw Syracuse's sweaters, and that just blew my mind how fucking badass they were, and I was like, oh, I gotta look into these guys, and I'm like, oh shit, they're from, from Fenton, Michigan. My wife went to uh, high school in Linden. Okay, yeah, we, uh, I grew up in the area. Uh, we end, I ended up, uh, I worked for Ford for a while and then, um, you know, came back out this way. Yeah, yeah. I just kidding. My wife loves the area, so she likes the amenities of being a little bit more rural and then, you know, being away from everybody, so. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to Fenton High School then? No, I went to Howell, which is okay. about 30 miles south. Awesome, man. Yeah, I I was shocked because I, you know, we I tried to get a hold of you over. I think it was Thanksgiving break because I was up there and I wanted to, you know, meet you and do something live. But you know, 
shit gets crazy with family and all that. So I was like, ah, but, uh, yeah, that's cool to have a, you know, um, a budding hockey Jersey company out of that area. And, uh, you guys are really doing phenomenal stuff. Did you, yeah, I mean, cause everybody, you know, sits down with their buddies at one point, like, yeah, we should, you know, start a, a hockey Jersey company or equipment company. How did yours go from, you know, just being a pipe dream into fruition? Peer pressure. Peer pressure? <laughs> yeah, honestly, peer pressure. Man, I, uh, I've been a designer for 20, 20 some years now, uh, 25 years, roughly. I mean, per, you know, professionally. And, uh, was always doing, Primarily promotional, you know, marketing materials, websites, uh, print design, and on occasion doing some t-shirt design and whatnot. And a couple of God buddies asked if they if I designed their jersey for them. And you know, one jersey starts off, and then uh, it goes from there. I was utilizing other companies and uh, did a lot of research into the manufacturing process and. You know, it took a lot of painstaking. It was a painstaking process because I'm very, very much a perfectionist in what I'm selling, and I'm not going to put garbage or shit out there and then put my name on it and 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 be confident that you know the person's going to like it. So, well, that it was yeah. It was. It's been. This is actually coming up next week. Will be seven years. Wow, man! Congratulations. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, it's like I'm more internationally and nationally known than I am in my own state. I do more <laughs> business. I, yeah, I definitely do a lot more business away from Michigan, which I'm working on that right now. I have a couple of like, uh, things in the pipes, uh, especially a big, um, sport facility out this way called total sports. Uh-huh. Uh, they carry about two to 300 teams, baseball, basketball, softball, soccer, um, they're looking for a primary, like Jersey facilitator. So oh, that that'd be huge. Yeah. yeah. So um, you're, you're capable of like possibly also working with uh, Little Caesars and uh, Oakland Oakland Grizzlies, possibly. So, so you're capable of making more than just a hockey sweater at where you're at now. Yes. Yes. We're doing we're doing everything. I just we primarily. I mean, the primary focus at the beginning was hockey. Um, but we have the capabilities of every sport. Now, was it was was the beginning hockey just because, you know, being a Michigan kid, I assume you grew up a Red Wings fan and just hockey crazy because that whole state is, uh, I mean, it's everywhere. Hockey's literally everywhere. So that that even go, I mean, that's exciting for you too to be known everywhere else besides Michigan because the market's going to be there. Once you crack into there, man, you're going to be busy beyond your, you know, out, out going out of your ears. I, you know, I, it's just been a blessing. I honestly, I just didn't think it would ever transition to what it was. It, honestly, I started out as thinking I was going to just do promotional design, print t-shirts and, you know, put company logos on, on t-shirts and embroidery and, and whatnot. And it, uh, like I said, it, it transitioned into this brand where you've got Red Bull athletes wearing my stuff. We have, uh, you know, we're working with, a quite a few bands in the uh, electronic music industry like Cruella, um, Gravitz, uh, the Pegboard Nerds, uh, just to name a few, which, I mean, so uh, it, it's it's not just, it's become like a lifestyle and brand as opposed to just a jersey manufacturer. Well, that's kind of the way to do it too because I, that kind of works with a hockey jersey. Because there's people that wear hockey jerseys that don't give a 
two shits about hockey just because the way they feel, the way they look, and just the it, they're 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 cool looking. So no, it's definitely the uniqueness, and that's I mean that's the big aspect of why we bring in so many people is, is that uh, it, our no one is doing the designs like we're doing. No, that's for sure. And your perfectionism shows in the designs because they're clean and they you're not seeing them anywhere else. You're not seeing, you know, the the shirt tuxedos or the, the Clark Griswold sweater was awesome. And even I didn't know what the pegboard uh, nerds were, but even that sweater is it, it, it piques your interest just looking at it. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that's I, every customer comes in and wants something unique, and we're not going to just sit there and say, "Hey, pick pick it from like AK." I mean, I'm not trying to rip on AK, but everybody, it's just like all everything's just cookie cutter, and they're just slamming logos on it. Just we're going to bring, yeah. we're building everything from the ground up. So, are you guys doing socks and everything too, or just the sweaters? Every- no, we're doing socks. We do full setups, socks, shells. We for Syracuse for their sweaters for their ice hockey for their club team. That was full. Uh, that was full setup from from uh, from socks all the way up to for the jerseys. So we did custom shells as well, all all embroidered um, and stitched. Dude, those so we, were so nice. Those Syracuse club sweaters were. I mean, those. That's one of my favorite sweaters I've seen of all like this past year. That thing is those came out pretty amazing, and then we got pushed to the limits with. Uh, you should check out the um, Mod Squad hockey. I will their, definitely uh, their jerseys. We that was the first time we we ended up we used like that swagger collar, which is like you know the uh, the the lycra collar that's got like the piping in it, where you can add a little bit more detail. Okay, we did we did a full sublimation twill logo on the on the chest. To do like the, uh, the to add like the gradients and their their jersey came out amazing too. Now and they do the full stitch stocks and everything else. Did you grow up a hockey fan then too? I play hockey actually. Oh well, then definitely, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah we're, I'm a uh, soccer and hockey uh, like from from birth. So <laughs> it's uh pretty easy to do up there. It seems like uh, there's there's rinks everywhere and there's you know. You go to the gas station. There's like a, a Red Wing straw you can get. Like the the marketing is done very well in Michigan. That everybody's just you know. And when you're good at that time too, like in the '90s, it's easy to get infectious. Um, so, did you go to school for art and design then, or did you just kind of DIY it? No, I uh, I went to school for art and design. I actually started out as an architecture major, and then segued into more um, of your digital design and, and, and drawing. But I, I mean, I have, I've always had that passion. It was just that I never, never knew which way, which way it was going to go until later in life. Like I said, I worked for Ford actually for, for 11 years and took the buyout in 2008. I think it was uh-huh. when the, like when the, like when the auto industry took, when the shit hit the fan. Yeah, I left. So. <laughs> Got out of there. That's a, uh... yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it was like uh, I thought it was like it was an opportunity to actually use my skills. I, you know, I didn't think I was going to actually start a company. Um, I, you know, I worked for a, a small consulting firm out in like close to my house, and just did primary like web design and whatnot. And uh, like I said, it, it just uh, it bloomed from there. I was just doing a little bit of jersey design on the side and utilizing smaller companies to 
do like the manufacturing process. So I wasn't really making a whole lot other than like my, like the artistic, you know, like the art services and they were, you know, using, um, at that time it was, uh, revisions, revision sports, which I, I, I don't, I don't know if they still do jerseys now, but they were, you know, they're in line, a hockey company that got in with like, uh, some goofy skates that had like a giant big wheel on the back. Now, is it easier to, you know, start your company knowing that Ford was kind of, you know, shit was getting pretty wild there with Ford? Because it would seem like leaving a place like Ford to start your own venture would be kind of scary. I was like, I thought I was committing suicide. Right, right. (laughs) Because that's like going from Ford to, you know, nothing, like starting your own company from the ground up is like the the scariest thing I could think of. No, it was a huge leap of faith. I uh, a lot of support from my family and my wife for sure. Um, to like just to, to start to, just to leave a company, yeah. I mean benefits and and, and, a, and a guaranteed income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially a guaranteed Ford income after a decade is that's you know you're doing okay. No, I was. Yeah, I was. We were. I, we were. It was good. I mean, it was definitely. We were comfortable, right. and yeah, it was definitely you know we never lived beyond our means, and which was huge for me to be able to like step back and say, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And and I I honestly you know I think everything happens for a reason, and I'm happy what I'm doing now. I, the money's never has never been the issue, and I I have a passion for what I'm doing, and the people that I'm meeting doing this is has been just amazing. Right. From, yeah, you can I never mean, measure the people that you're meeting in a monetary gain. No. And, and to have that support from your family and your wife is massive. I mean, because, one, you're you're nervous doing it, so to not have that backing, it, it could have been a, just a fucking plane crash. So. Oh, no, I had sleepless nights, and I was sick to my stomach. And, yeah, there's probably a lot of nights where I thought things weren't going to work out, and you don't want to tell your wife that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, we might not have a house tomorrow, but yeah. <laughs> things might be okay. <laughs> That's but, definitely yeah. another conversation you want to start up. Like, oh yeah, we're uh, completely fucked. By the way, sorry. No, yeah, yeah. I guess what? No, <laughs> uh, no it, it just uh, it, it it just it worked out. It just uh, I think. Luckily, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I've, from a design standpoint and from a from a quality standpoint and I know what I want and uh it, and that's reflected in the products that I sell and the, you know the hard work pays off too because it's not going to be instant you know success so you know you know like after seven well, years you look back at it now and go yeah this was this was awesome but like you no, said it was, you had sleepless nights in the making. definitely seven years in the making mm-hmm. I mean it, it, I, it, and I think a lot of it had to do with the with the people that I've met along the way. Yeah. I mean, one, one referrals turned into, uh, I mean, I, it was, I worked with an, it was an intern that I worked with at a, at a record company. And now, I mean, it transitioned into other bands that I worked with. And then now I'm, I'm friends with these guys. So it's not just like, it wasn't just a, uh, you know, acquaintance and a, in a business opportunity, the, the guys from the pegboard nerds are—they call me when they come into town. These guys, I mean, they're from Norway, right? So, right. So yeah, it's just uh, just one one life experience after another. Right now, I mean, you know, I was just in Boston for the Red Bull Crash Dice series, and the the friendships that I've made there, and and some of those athletes are just amazing. 
Now, I wanted to ask you about that. How did you get hooked up with uh, Kirk Thornton and get, you know, having a sweater and a jersey running down that track, you know, as a business owner had to have been like just a, a monumental moment. I have actually 15 athletes that are wearing my stuff in Red Bull Crash Dice. Woo! Uh, what, yeah, top Dude. of uh, the junior guy, the junior champion, um, Johnny v- Jojo Velasquez. Um, but the big one, I mean, I started out, that was four years ago. I met Reed Whiting, um, who was big at the time in, in Red Bull Crash Dice and, uh, started with a a small group of them. And, uh, and basically I've, I've put, you know, I've solidified myself in that community. And like I said, the funny thing is, is that, um, for the most part, most of my athletes are international. Yeah. Um, So I've got quite a few from Switzerland um, France. Uh, now that the crashed ice is a bigger event around the world than it is here in the States. It's getting bigger here now with the, the Boston event they had last weekend that you had attended. Yeah, it's, uh, they're, I think they're trying, it, it has a huge cult following in the St. Paul, Minneapolis, uh, area. I mean, I, it, attendance wise, it, it's, a lot more people go to the like that event there be, just because it was it's been in St. Paul, Minneapolis for geez, I probably almost a decade, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it sell out at the, at Fenway? No, no, not even not even close. Really? Was, yeah, I would think there's there probably at least twenty or thirty thousand people there. But the thing is, is that there's probably a hundred thousand people in in Minneapolis in yeah. St. Paul now. The the aesthetic of that that promotion is insane. Like it, the seeing that track in there for me. I I watched it last weekend, and it just is so crazy what those guys are doing. And it and, and then they're just wearing like hockey gear. Like, well, no, well, most of them aren't even wearing hockey gear. They're wearing a hybrid. Most of them are wearing motocross gear because they want to be as streamlined as possible because if you notice like every tenth of a second counts yeah yeah so these guys are wiping out with minimal protection are they wearing regular hockey skates or are they modified for the race um they're they have modified blades most of them most of them are the professionals the ones that are you know competing on the the main events are, are are wearing modified blades specifically made for to to endure that that uh, that you know that intensive of a track, I mean, you're dropping some of those drops ten or like ten to twenty feet. Right, right. I never seen one like that this year where they you know the turn and then had to go uphill. I thought that was interesting too. Like they're really putting those guys to work. There's a there's a track. The track in Finland is that way. It's more. It's a longer distance track, where it's a less downhill as uh, as the Fenway track was, because you basically figure in Fenway you're dropping from from basically the top of the stadium and and working your way all the way down to the ground, as opposed to working your way down a, a small hill. Um, how would you grade the event there in Boston? Since you had, you know you've had a week to sit on it, how how would you grade that whole experience of being there? From a standpoint of uh, of a spectator, it was. I would say. I mean, it, I think they. It was really well, well put on. I, I, I think. Um, 
I mean, for the amount, you know, for something that's new and not known, but through a, you know, specific, it, it, I think it's a niche, it's a niche market still. Yeah. But I think the more people that see it will see that it's, it's definitely an amazing event to see. I think they did well. I think I wasn't, I think for, for a first time event in a, in a city that hasn't had it, I think it, uh, it did really well. Yeah, it, 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 it looked good on TV. It just seemed like you couldn't see any of the crowd. They had it like completely blacked out, and I'm sure it's so the, the skaters can actually see the, the ice they're on. And uh, But it's it's Red Bull, so I'd only assume it's going to get bigger and bigger. And uh, it was definitely a fun event to watch, you know, even sitting at home. They, uh, like I said, I, I think it, it has continually grown. Um, I'm surprised that they only did three events this year. It's typically been a four four event uh, um, series, um, but I think it had to do with the fact that there was so much traveling this year because they went from uh, Japan to Finland to the United States, as opposed to like there's typically two in the European area and then two like in North America, which you'd have one in Canada and one in the U.S. Right. So. Now, going back to, you know, you starting your company, you've, you know, you've made some things with third parties before that, but what is the first, you know, official five hole, you made it, you designed it, everything is yours, here it is off the press, this is my first actual jersey? Uh, Smurf gear. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys are probably doing a lot of beer league squads and everything too, right? Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of beer league guys that want something unique. Yeah, our first jersey was my jersey for my team. We were used to be the. There's a story behind it. And it's pretty stupid. Let me um, hear it. Well, yeah. Um, back in the day, we were we were known as Detroit Riot Gear. So we had like a gas mask, cobbed jersey that has like Detroit Riot Gear in the center of like a, you know, like a gear with a gas mask, uh, with a gas mask guy. With a, it was a kind of a, an old um, tribal looking jersey on the bottom of it. <clears throat> well, our we were always made fun of because typically half the guys on my team were under five foot seven. Uh-huh. So they always called the Smurfs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, there's at least five of us that were are are tiny. I mean, I'm five foot five, and I'm I play net. I got. I got three brothers that are they're called the Blow Brothers, and they're all like five, maybe five foot five, five six, and uh, yeah. So I was always called Baby Smurf <laughs> from all the other teams that we played against. Uh, you're so, you're old school now, goalie then, being that that size. Yeah, it's a lot of dexterity. I got to move my ass around because I'm not big. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's making the job extra hard beating that net. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> so yeah, so we uh, designed this. Uh, drew a Smurf with like a riot gear on, with a gas mask. So we were Smurf gear. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. We I still have my old jersey. It's it's pretty funny. And you know, you have custom jerseys, obviously that you're not reselling, but you have also like a. Uh, I don't know how it's like a. Um, 
there's like a line. You have like lines of of different jerseys that you get, like you know the Thundercats jersey that I'm looking at now, or the the Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, I had decided that based on popularity and just out of my own necessity to do things unique that I wanted to offer, I decided that we could um, start offering one-off jerseys customized. Uh, a lot of some of them are requests that we decided that have been popular and people, you know, decided that they wanted one too. And some of them are just uh, childhood favorites. I mean, Thundercats was, was one, but that was actually based off a request from one of my clients. And, you know, I think there's a lot of us right now that have that eighties nostalgia. So you got the Goonies jersey that we did. Yeah. I'm seeing that one too. That one's badass with the gold at the bottom and on the uh, arm. That's one's sick. The the X wings got the X, the X wing Jersey, the star Wars Jersey. Now the the Polish national team is that the they the Polish national team wears those? Uh that's something similar to it. Okay. Yeah. That uh, that's pretty sick too. And then uh, another has got to be a, a top seller is the uh, MD two, which I'm sure everybody knows what that is. But that's a that's a classic USA jersey there. Yeah, the MD two, and then they like I, we get a lot of people that like the take that we did on the uh, like the more modern look of the uh, the Mighty Ducks the original jersey. Yeah, yeah, that one was sick too. I've seen that one. That one's fucking awesome. And you know, as you go through your website, it's you're not really breaking the bank to buy a jersey from you guys either. That you've you know retained design and quality, but still have made it affordable, especially as a hockey jersey goes. That was my biggest, my big. Like I said, my biggest thing is providing something of quality without having someone feel like they're that they're investing in something that's just not worth it. Right, because I mean, go and buy a, a, a hockey jersey. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars. It's insane. Yeah, you can't. It's like impossible to do. And you know, like a, I go on here and there's an X wing jersey. I can I can get one for sixty dollars. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it's like I said, a, a lot of it had to do with I just wanted to give something back and. It's not like it's not. It's never been a monetary issue with me, and I, I feel that we're at a price point where we. I feel that it's affordable, but I mean, every you know, everybody's winning. Now, are you des- like if I'm looking at the Haddonfield slashers? That's your design. You made that whole thing. We all drew all that. Yeah. Wow, man! I, you, you really yeah, have a talent. That, yeah. And there was a, a Bigfoot jersey too, wasn't there? I swear I saw one on here. There may have been one on social media. I don't know. If, oh, maybe there. I don't know if there's there's a no. I don't know if there's one online that we're selling currently. Um. So you guys got, got the, the jerseys, got the knuckleheads, the knuckleheads, knuckleheads. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you know you're seven years into it now. Are you still loving it as much as you you always have? Yes, for sure. Definitely having fun. And that's the big, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this if I, if I wasn't having fun. So what are your goals, you know, moving forward? Obviously, you know, getting into the soccer jerseys and everything with that company there in Michigan would be huge. But do you have your eyes set on, you know, you know, continuing making, you know, Syracuse jerseys, maybe getting some more club teams or, you know, the, the Oakland team there in uh, Detroit would, you know, would be another big customer. What are your goals, you know, moving forward with uh, Five Hole? Continue to push the product to uh, other, you know, make people's 
see us. Um, we, we've worked with Boston University. Um, we've got their inline team. We've got Michigan State's roller team. Um, we've, I mean, we're, we're, we're continually growing, and a lot of it's just word of mouth based on the quality of the product. And that's, I mean, that's my biggest thing is more grassroots. I'm not going to sit there and push ads on people and say, oh, our product is, you know, the best and you guys got to order from us. Uh, I've just, I've never been that way. We've all been, or it's all been organic. It's just based on the quality and the, uh, the appearance. Yeah. My, I'm hoping that, uh, I mean, I'm still working on a bunch of different, uh, music acts. Uh, I'm trying to push it more as a brand. Uh, we got to put out more apparel. We're working on some stuff. So, well, so you guys have hats and everything too. That's kind of the the lifestyle brand of Five Hole, right? Yeah, we're working on a little more and lifestyle. Shirt, I think t-shirts too. Yeah, I mean, we had some stuff that we had done for Red Bull a few years ago that's still available on our site. Um, but but we're you know, there's also been a transition with Five Hole that because we're we're, I mean, to give you know the little bit of the backstory of Five Hole is. I was a goalie and I thought like I was just going to be doing, like I said, promotional design. I mean, now that the name is known, <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's, it's like, you can't change it, but I mean, you've got to, it, it somehow has to evolve in a way where it's more brand broad. It, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it, it speaks more broad to like, if I go soccer or lacrosse, I'm working on a lot of lacrosse stuff right now. And, and that's where we've got that five HL logo that we're yeah. that we're putting on everything because it, it's it's less pigeonholed into just hockey. Right, right. Yeah, that's it. You know, I I come across that too. All you know, because I I have been you know I talk to a lot of enforcers, so everybody goes, oh, it's an enforcer podcast. It's an enforcer podcast. And I've always called it the enforcer of all podcasts just because of my attitude towards podcasting is, you know, if you need punch in the mouth, I'll do it. I'll do anything to keep this thing going. You're not going to stop me. But the idea of the podcast to begin with was to talk to people that I think are interesting in hockey, period. So it you do get kind of pigeonholed sometimes into being like, oh, you're the you're you're the five hole guys. You're the hockey guys. And uh, it's as easy as, you know, realizing that. And then changing the logo or, you know, I, I'll talk to an author or a stand-up comedian who, you know, owner of a jersey company um, just because that's what I want to do. So it, it is it – is, it's not impossible to, you know, to get out of that pigeonhole I guess is what I'm saying. No, I, 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 no, I, I think it's, it's – uh, it was some – I mean it's been some work but I think more people are realizing uh, – a lot of it, like I said, has come down to the quality of the product and and people asking, like, well, do you do soccer? Because, you know, we really like your hockey jerseys and we'd really like to see if you could do something else for us. And So, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I'm not going to say no. no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, be, if we haven't be, done it before, I'm going to make sure that we make it the best damn way we can, too. So. Yeah, being a, a, a small business owner, like, uh, yeah, I'll, make, I'll find a way to make that shit, that's for sure. No, yeah. There's, <laughs> I, 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 I've always had that where, yeah, I'll... I'll I'll say yes first and then shit yep. the bed for a while and then be like, oh, God, what did I get myself into? And yep. then, you know, I turn it around and they're ecstatic about it. I mean, even like, a, for example, the uh, all that Red Bull Crash Dice stuff, that's all been custom made and fit for their 
for what they're wearing in gear. Oh, so okay. That's why a lot of these guys are coming to me specifically because they know I'm making a custom fit that is based on the equipment that they're wearing. So they, they so I mean, not you're not getting that anywhere. Jersey. It's like a, it's a hybrid. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's beautiful, man, to know that. And then once those athletes see them too and go, Oh, well, who makes yours? I'm like, Oh, it's a, you know, it's a five HL. It's a five hole. And then you're like, you have, like you said, you have multiple, multiple athletes in that sport now. And then, you know, like I had mentioned, I saw, I think it was Instagram. I had just seen the sweater. I, you know, I don't know if I was following you or what it was, but you guys aren't very pushy and it's not like in your face. It's just, here's the, here's the product and it, it speaks for itself. And I, I think as a consumer, I can appreciate that. No, and I've always felt that, I mean, I, I don't want to be pushed on a product. I want pe- people to want the product because of what they're seeing and what other people are saying. And honestly, I would say, a good 60 to 70% of my business is word of mouth based on how the people are treated and the product that we're providing. Right. Um, do you guys have a storefront there in Michigan? No, we're just all online. Nice. I actually, we do have an office. We, I mean, we do have, we do do a lot of fittings and, uh, we have samples and whatnot, but we don't have a storefront. You probably wouldn't really need one, I guess, as long as you had, you know, a, a fitting place, like you said, in our office or whatever. That would be kind of ideal. No, we're. I mean, like I said, with the lifestyle stuff, I do have some. I'm working potentially with a lot of like small little businesses, like men's stores, that are interested in possibly carrying some of my stuff, and then maybe developing some other things that are more unique to, you know, what's what's trending at the moment. Like, uh, we might be doing like a Gordie Howe, like button up shirt. That's got like a print, like, uh, almost like, I don't know if you've seen the, um, uh, shoot the, uh, Christmas story lamp shirt that has like the lamp on it. That's like a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on some, possibly doing some like more hockey based like shirts that are that way that have like a pattern. That has like Gordie Howe and maybe some other stuff on it. Well, you had my attention on Gordie Howe, man. I'll be purchasing <laughs> that for sure, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so are, are you a Red Wings fan then? Yes. Yeah. You have to be, right? I mean, I, I'd probably be disowned by my family. <laughs> That's like my wife. Uh, it's uh, we always for the three kids we have, the fourth one on the way. Whatever closest game the Blue Jackets and Red Wings is we bet on what that kid is going to be on who wins or not. So I've actually been pretty fortunate the, the past few years, but uh, it'll be evened up this. uh have got a kid coming here in a couple, couple weeks and it'll be uh, two, two Red Wings fans and two Blue Jackets fans in the family. Blue Jackets fans. That's great. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty awesome. But uh, when I go up there, they're like that. We didn't even know you had a hockey team in Ohio. They're still <laughs> like, yeah, we do. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love those Michigan sports fans, man. Yeah, they're a little pretentious. <laughs> well, I always hear the uh, we have eleven cups. We have eleven cups. Yeah, I, I fucking know. I I got it. <laughs> you know, seven of them were in nineteen forty. I was gonna say, ask them what they've done in the last five years. <laughs> I don't have a problem admitting that. I mean, we've gone a complete dog shit. A lot of good young guys, though, man. I, I it's gonna be fun to watch them in the in the. Coming they years. are definitely getting exciting to watch. Yeah, I, I think though I, I don't I don't think Blashill's uh, 
play style is transitioning very well to the pros. I think he's too too conservative in, in, in some of his lineups. I think he started changing him a little bit, but I still don't think that he's the guy for the wings. I, I, I'm surprised he's still there, to be honest with you. I... I, yeah, I, I'm. Maybe they're just waiting for this season to end. Yeah, and I mean he's been successful everywhere he's been, but it, like you said, it's not translating into NHL game. And I don't know if he's successful or if the talent that they had was just that good. Yeah, that I mean that's a good question too. I mean I, they just never were bringing up any of their youth. If you think about it, I mean Grand Rapids was just full of guys that were and ended up just transitioning to other teams because they're their minor league contracts they couldn't stay there any longer right yeah and the red wings weren't bringing anybody up because they They were were stacked right yeah yeah they were stacked that's a that's a good point man but uh it's it it's weird when they're when they're not good it's 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 hard to it's hard to watch the playoffs in april it's weird it's weird to be like they're they're in last place it's just it's a weird thing man (laughs) they're terrible um, is it, you know, speaking of weird things, is it, have you ever played against a team that was wearing your, you know, your product? Is it weird to be in the goal of like, Ooh, that's a nice looking Jersey. Like, Oh, I made that. Oh shit. Here comes the puck. Like I actually play, in uh, I play in a house league on, on one of my days and the whole, that whole facility uses my jerseys for their house league. So yeah. Nice dude. That's awesome. And, well, the funny thing is, is that half the people that I play against don't realize that I'm five hole, but I think some of them are starting to figure it out. But uh, yeah, but, yeah. So I'm in a league where they're all wearing my jerseys. <laughs> Over here, somebody like, man, I fucking hate this. You got like, whoa, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> they suck. What a, this thing's terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, dude, again, thanks for, you know, taking time out and coming on to talk to me today. I, I really am a fan of what you're doing there. You've got a clean design, a, a, a hell of a product, and I wish you all the best of luck, you know, moving on to the future, man. And, uh, you know, just tell the listeners where they can find you on social media and the, the website and all that good stuff, man. Fivehole.com, number five, I-V-E-H-O-L-E. Dude, you're killing can't, it, man. Can't miss it. And is it all, uh... Uh, it's all like that across all social media too, right? Yeah, all social media except um, some weirdo in in Russia has my or something in, for uh, for Instagram, so it's official five hole on on Instagram. Oh, okay, yeah. I had to uh, someone had biscuit the biscuit podcast, and I just sent him a DM. And I said, "Hey, can you get rid of your name so I can have it?" And they just deleted it. It was crazy. I, I, well, you're lucky because I've tried to get a hold of this guy, and, and I think he's he stayed with six friends for like the last seven years. So. <laughs> I think I scared them, or for some reason, I was I wasn't going to pay for it. Like I would have just changed it, and they just deleted the whole account. So I saw that they deleted it, and like I got lucky and got my name. So yeah, it's awesome. I'm going to have to stay on this guy. Maybe I'll try. It's been like I said, it's been seven years. So maybe for the anniversary, we'll go after him again and see if we can get. <laughs> yeah, dude, get that Russian guy, man, dude. Charlie, <laughs> I appreciate it, Charlie, man. I, I really had a lot of fun, bud. Yeah, I did too. Hey, man, take care. Yep, you have a good night. Hey!